0: Welcome back to my podcast channel, Chronic But Iconic. It's just me today. It feels weird not having any guests, but I thought that it'd be a great opportunity to just have an overview of the whole awareness month now that we're into June. And I'm not saying that the awareness stops here, not at all, because we've got so much work to do and so much going on that, you know, it the fight continues basically, it never ends. So it's great to just sort of sit back and celebrate the achievements and successes that we've also had over awareness month and they shouldn't be sort of discounted or dismissed and and you know move on too quickly we need to be able to celebrate little victories that we have had so I thought it'd be a great opportunity today to go through everything so yeah so May was manic manic it, it kicked off well really because on the first day of May, I actually went to Preston Book Club because they kindly reviewed and read my book, which was great, and they had some really great questions. And it really got me thinking, and I know on the night, my mum was like saying, oh, Sophie, you, you talk too much, you know, you, you, you haven't got, let them getting a, um, a word in edgeways, but I just had so much to say because their questions were so, so good and they really, really were sort of well made me dig deep I think as well because even though I'd written the book they had so many questions about my swimming and I didn't really put too much in about my swimming just because I wanted it to be focused on my Lyme journey and how I've dealt with it and how I want to move forward and the fight that we go through every day and to be more inspirational really because I know a lot of sufferers you know they get the diagnosis or they're very very poorly and they think it's a life sentence they think you know it's it's the end for them and and that's not the case we have to keep fighting and we have to find ways to work around it adapt and still live life because we've got to remember that we still deserve to live life as well it's not that we've done something wrong or we've committed a crime so I think that's a very very important point but it was also it was hard obviously to answer questions about my swimming because it is a raw subject still for me but it was great that they took such an interest in my book and in my background and you know me as a person which is which is great so If you haven't checked out my book already, it is on Amazon. It's called In the Limelight by Sophie Ward. And yeah, it's my story and just bits and bobs. You know, I had in about being bullied at school and how I struggled with my confidence and losing a lot of weight and how I've dealt with the symptoms of having Lyme disease, basically, because it's so unpredictable. And I always say you know, it's literally like having a shopping list, every day is different, you just don't know what you're going to get, and it, the list goes on, I mean, people ask if you're okay, and I think I just get to the point now, it's just easier to say that you're fine, because you can't list all the things that's going on in your body, because you just, you'd be there all day, and they'd get bored, obviously, so, um, yeah, so I just wanted to sort of put a book together, just so for me as well just to see how far I've come as a person and how strong this disease has actually made me and also be inspirational to other people and empower them to sort of create their own story and keep fighting because I think that's the biggest thing I mean it's so easy to give up or you know feel defeated and think you know surrender but it's, it's very hard to really keep fighting, but you know, we can do it and it is possible. So that was, that was a great experience and I had a really, really great time and I'm so thankful to Bre- Preston Book Club for agreeing to read my book and reviewing it in, in such a positive light. So thank you so much. And then, of course, um, I went to BBC Radio Lancashire on the 2nd of May to talk to Gilly about fundraisers and what we had planned for awareness month. I mean at the time of course I had um, Black Bull Tower being lit up and my Abba Night fundraiser but I didn't really know what to expect from awareness month if I'm if I'm honest. I just hoped that we could do as much work as we you know, we could possibly fit in and that people would sort of begin to listen and take notice but I mean it's it's blown all my expectations out of the water, because we've had such an amazing month, and it's been absolutely incredible, so it was great to sort of catch up with Gilly, because I love being on his show, it's it's always a pleasure, and you know, he's a great guy, he's so down to earth, and I love it, and I'm so thankful for all his support, and of course, you know, he, he promoted the Abba and he also came down to the Switch on of the um, Blackpool Tower, which meant the world to me as well. So, more about that later, though. Because first of all, we had the Aber which was on the first Saturday of May, and I have to say I was so so nervous beforehand because with any event, you want the biggest turnout, you want to raise as much money as possible, especially when it's for charity. And I understand that people haven't got the sort of flexibility to be able to donate lots of money. And, you know, it's already a lot to pay for the ticket to actually come for, like, the disco and the food as well. So we we tried to make it that the donation was included in the ticket price so people didn't have to dig into their purses on the night. They could just enjoy themselves, have a good boogie, have a good time. And I think it's important because... Especially with life as it is, in in any sense, with with or without a chronic illness, life is hard, and we don't have mo- like many opportunities nowadays to sort of go out and party and let our hair down and just have chill time. I think that's important to give ourselves time for us because we're always so focused on work or family, and I mean it's great to be focused on family, but. We also need to take a step back and think what makes me happy, what, you know. And it was just so rewarding to see a room full of supportive people who were having an amazing, amazing time. And that was just so, so great. And, you know, we managed to raise money for both causes of, that are close to my heart the charities are Lyme Disease UK obviously because I suffer with Lyme disease and then um Invisy Youth who support youth and young adults suffering with chronic illness find purpose in their life because i know that many of people who are listening to this who probably suffer with a chronic illness themselves it's very isolating it's humiliating in in the sense that we don't know what's going on with our body or can't go out the same and you know our friends turn around and say like what's wrong with you why can't you come out and it's it's awful and it really is a sort of well it's it's just it's an isolating and lonely space to be in and you lose yourself so to have a charity that helps people connect make friends meet up and just offer that lifeline of support is, is just so key and of course Land Disease UK being an admin team member means the world to me and all the admin members you've heard most of them being on the on the podcast recently and how inspirational they are but they're like my second family and we've never really met in person but we talk every day you know obviously messages are always coming between us And they are my second family and they are dear friends of mine and I'm so thankful to them. And the charity, we work so hard to offer the best level of support we can to all sufferers, to patients, to carers, friends and family because we suffer ourselves and we're so, so poorly and we have seen the effects that it has on ourselves, our family, our friends and we want to do as much as we can to support you know, the community that are suffering with the disease as as much as we can and also push government for change, try and change attitudes within the medical community. And it's a lot of hard work and we, we do put a lot of hours in. So the charity is very, very dear to my heart. So it was great to just have a night of just letting our hair down. And, of course, everybody loves ABBA. It was fresh in everybody's minds because of the success of Mamma Mia!, and uh, the second movie, so it really, really was a great night, and I'm so thankful to everybody who attended, and, you know, I'm so grateful, and the support, it just warms my heart every day, and it keeps me fighting, so thank you so much, and then we had the amazing, amazing opportunity to go on Granada Reports, ITV Granada Reports, and that was... It was just incredible. I mean, I was so 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 nervous because like with anything to do with the media, I'm not a confident person. And even talking on this podcast, I get a bit nervous beforehand. And even now I feel I feel nervous and anxious. But once I get going I'm okay. Um but with anything to do with media, I think when you're fighting for a cause, all your fears go out the window. And you just focus on the the fight, the fight. You want to help as many people as you possibly can. And I do get nervous because the pressure is on me because I'm one voice for the 10,000, you know, members that we have in the community. And I don't want to let people down. I don't want to miss anything out. I want to get to the point. I want to get the message out there you know, hit the vital points that need to be spoken about and educate people because the ultimate mission is to protect and save lives because we don't just fight for ourselves and fight for fellow Lyme sufferers for, you know, better uh, treatments, better testing and and all that. We, we also want to protect lives and save lives from the hell that we go through every day. So, it's very, there's a lot of pressure, I have to say, and me as a person, if you were to tell me only 12 months ago that, Sophie, you're going to go on live TV and have to answer questions, I'd be like, oh my gosh, no way, because even at school doing presentations, I get so nervous, I'd hate it, I'd dread it, lose sleep over it, And it was just the worst. I couldn't get up and talk in front of people at all. But I'm so thankful for my health, really, because it's pushed me out of my comfort zone and it's made me have to face these fears face on. And, you know, once it's so great conquering fears like this because you realise that fears are just so silly and they do hold you back. So that was an amazing opportunity and I'm so thankful to ITV for that and we had such a great response and a lot of people, I know in in my local community who obviously watched and tuned in, it really made them realise that what, what a fight we have on our hands And how debilitating this disease is and and that was the whole reason behind going on and sharing my story so thank you so much and hopefully we'll be able to work with ITV again in the future so I'm excited for that and that was a great opportunity so thank you and then Blackpool Tower oh my gosh so you know I'm really really blown away by this because not only was Blackpool Tower 125 this year and in the month of May as well, a week after they originally put the tower green, but they allowed it to be green for a whole nine days over the 125th anniversary birthday, and then they also lit it up green when it was the London protest on the 22nd of May, so, you know, the support from Blackpool Council was just insane, and, you know, it's, absolutely incredible and it was just such a moment because it's such a a key UK landmark that everybody knows not not just in the UK but worldwide it's it you know recognisable across the globe so that meant the absolute world to me it really did and you know having Gilly from BBC Radio Lancashire come down that's Lancashire TV Jess came down fellow sufferers came down and we had a picture and just captured the moment and it's one of those cherished memories that it's just you you can't put a price on it it really it has touched me and every day I think back to it and I think how lucky I am to have witnessed that and had that support and it was just great and even to have family and friends there meant the world to me because like I said, it's just a memory you can't put price on and it's just great to capture it and it was great and it got people talking, people think, you know, why is a tower green and then you explain Lyme disease and then they go home, they do their own research and that's how we get the message out there, that's how people educate themselves and realise how bad this disease is because a lot of the time, People just see it in the media and think, oh, you know, it's a quick fix antibiotics. You can get it treated and they're correct. You can get it treated if it's, you know, treated early and the signs and symptoms are recognised and you get the antibiotics quickly. But, you know, after that month's window and if it's left untreated, the symptoms become very debilitating, you know, organ failure, seizures migraines, food intolerances, suppressed immune system, low blood pressure, all of this and like I was saying before it's a shopping list of symptoms and every day is different so it's it needs that education out there, people need to know and you know I'm guilty, I am guilty of not knowing anything about this disease before I was diagnosed two years ago and I've had to learn on the job, and I make a lot of mistakes along the way, I'm not perfect, but nobody is, and I, I, I used to beat myself up, and I still do on some days that I get things wrong, or you know, maybe I shouldn't have done this, or, or taken this treatment, and not done that treatment, but tre- even treatment's a Russian roulette game, We we just don't know what's going to work, and what's not, because everybody's different everybody's infected with different co-infections everybody's body is different people have weak spots you know that obviously the bacteria has attacked more than others so we just don't know and that's what makes it so so difficult so having the council support just goes to show what well a bigger issue this disease is coming worldwide and more and more people are having to become clued up and having to make themselves aware of of the disease so it means the absolute world to me and then of course the local papers the gazette and the courier also covered the story of the tower being lit and also the Abernight. so that that means the world to me so thank you so much and then of course there was landmarks across the uk that got lit up because the members, the admin team, everybody got behind it and we were racking our brains of which council to sort of message next and try and get any, anywhere we could lit up because like I was saying before, it gets people talking and it makes such an impact and we've had so many light-ups and it's just been out of this world, incredible um, and then I thought it would be an amazing idea not just to focus on landmarks, but to also try and get small businesses to also get behind, you know, their cause as well. Because a lot of businesses now, you know, have fancy LED lights and, you know, to them it costs nothing just to, to turn it green. So I know that my dad, he has his own business and we got them to light up Akersfield Health Club and Spa green for us and and that was incredible as well and again a lot of the members and residents um they know who I am and, and are familiar with Lyme disease now so they understood why we you know it was lit up green so that that also makes makes everything so so great because they they obviously go and tell their friends and family and it just passes the message on and like I said, every, every little does really help and makes an impact. And then, I, I am so, so lucky, but Ben Wallace, my local MP, he fully, fully understands Lyme disease and he is so, so supportive. And like I was saying before, you can't, you can't put a price tag on support and especially from support within government who really initiate change and that is where change comes from and stems from so having Ben Wallace been in the army when he was a lot younger and used to body checking he was obviously trained to body check every night and they knew the threats that ticks have and the debilitating effects that they have so he knows very very well it has a lot of knowledge let's say on Lyme disease in general because of his background and because of his career choice that he's fully fully supportive and really really wants to help us in any way shape or form so it was great to go and meet him at his surgery and just talk through everything that we'd been going through and we, we spoke about the light up and the fundraisers and where we're at and he was so so pleased for us and i know i know that he would do anything he can in his power to push government on this and he's already told me that he's going to be writing to a few people and the health minister and everything like that just to get the message out and just say how much we have done as a community over awareness months to really push it and help spread awareness help get the message out there Because I don't think people realise, especially, I mean, the media are becoming better now. But I think on the health community side, sometimes they see us as troublemakers because we start talking about the issue and saying that people need treatment and, you know, how debilitating the symptoms are. And we're on lifelong health support because we weren't treated, you know, quickly And it's not that we want to be troublemakers, we understand how overwhelmed the NHS are. We want to get the message out there so people know what signs and the symptoms are, what the treatments they need to be asking for, so that they can go in fully armed with maybe a pain chart, their symptoms, when they could have got bitten, were they rolling in grass, were they out walking, were they at a barbecue? anything that they can think of that might be able to um, get to that diagnosis a lot faster so then they can access treatment, they can get treated and they can be cured and move on with their life, you know, and enjoy their life and not be a drain on the NHS because they're so poorly and need so many different treatments because their Lyme disease wasn't picked up soon enough. So, I think that's an important message that I like to try and get out there because I know that a lot of the time we go on TV and raise awareness, or we might be in the papers raising awareness, and doctors are quite standoffish about it, and we don't we don't want to be that. We want to work with them, and that that's important for me to get across. So, um. It's, it's great, obviously, to have the MP on side, because he understands that we're not being a troublemaker, and we're not kicking up a fuss, you know, people are suffering out there, people lose their lives to Lyme disease, and whether it's indirectly, because obviously, they get organ failure, or heart disease, or anything like that, but it is a killer, and that, that's the bottom line in it, it's hell, it is hell, and so we don't want people going through the same hell that we go through, and that's why we fight, so I'm so thankful for Ben Wallace, and I know that in a few weeks time, or a few months time, we'll get together again, and just go through everything, and he does like to keep in touch, and we always keep him in the loop with everything that we're doing, so thank you Ben, and um, thank you for your support, and then in the last week. I know, I know, Awareness Month is finished and we are in June, but as I was saying before, the fight continues and, you know, we do, we have to do everything we can. It's still tick season and people forget that, you know, it's not just over a month. Ticks are out all year round now, especially with the climate change and the heating up of the world. Ticks are staying out longer. So we need to be aware all year round it isn't just a particular summer season now so please be wary of that still protect yourselves even in the winter time but having Ashton Memorial and light up green for the whole of this week and Williamson's Park in Lancaster it's that was just and I think obviously I was born in Lancaster my mum Used to live in Lancaster and she used to play in the park for many many years. It's it's very close to home and it was just so heartwarming to see it lit up and it. I don't know. It was just great because that to me it, it's very very local. I mean, obviously Blackpool Tower is is local and it's a UK landmark and everybody knows it. But I think because. It has a lot of childhood memories as well for us in Lancaster that having the memorial lit up and it being in the park and everything else, just, it meant the absolute world. And and like I was saying, you know, it's not just for one night, it's for a week. So that's incredible as well. And it's just just so amazing. It's so, so... It's not just for Lyme disease. I mean, these councils get behind a lot of causes, cancers different diseases, rare diseases, um, lupus, mental um, and I know it was sort of mental awareness month as well in May so they were all getting behind that as well and it's just incredible that there's so much support from the local community for these kinds of illnesses and giving people a voice and allowing people to highlight the issues and and that's really key and like I was saying you know my twitter was going blowing up yesterday the day um after we sort of went down to see it for ourselves because people were taking pictures people were engaging it meant so much to people to have this memorial lit up and that was incredible to see that we got so many people talking and so many people will be going back and Googling Lyme disease and finding out more about it and what we have to say about it. And that, and that's so, so important and really, really does bring about change. So I'm so, so thankful. And again, it's been so incredible to have friends and family get behind this and be a part of Awareness Month and be a part of the Memories and i know that i do a personal scrapbook i started it last year i think last year was hard because i mean i'm not saying there isn't still days where i think it's all going to end but i do have days where symptoms are so so severe that i i do wonder how is my body going to keep going how am i going to wake up in the morning will i survive and I've had a few sort of life flash before my eyes moments that now I cherish every memory and I don't really know you know sort of how long I can keep going the way I am so I create my scrapbook and it's important to me to have friends and family around me through all the memories and through all of these opportunities and experiences and adventures because they're so important to oh god I don't want to get upset. This is supposed to be a happy one. Um but it it does it does get me down quite a lot because a lot of people think, you know, you're twenty five Sophie, why do you spend a lot of time with your family or whatever? But it's because it's so important to me to make memories with them. Because nobody knows what's around the corner and um we don't know how long we're all going to be together and everything like that so and that my family are like my best friends everybody knows that me and my mum are like soul sisters and she's my lifeline and I couldn't live without her and it means so much to have her oh I don't want to point means so much to have her in the pictures and be there cheering me on on the sidelines and every day we brainstorm new ideas and think about what else we can do so it it also is great for me as well because I'm very very good at overlooking the achievements and successes that I do have and that's why it was important to me to create a book it was important to me to do the scrapbook as well because it gives me time to look over everything that I've done, because I do have days where I think I'm really lazy. I've not done much. I've not, you know, I well, it, it's because I'll work from home as well. It it is very easy to think that I've done nothing, and I've not done any work when really I've not stopped. But to me, because I've not been in an office, I've I've not been working so. It's nice to look over everything and think, yes, I've done this, I've done that. I have been productive. I have done this. I haven't just been sat around doing nothing. And for me, I can rest easy knowing that I've helped as many people as I possibly can. And, you know, I've prevented people from going through the hell that I've gone through. And the pain is all worthwhile if I can do that. It's, it's sort of justified so um yeah it, it means so much to me and it's so so important and I do try and scrapbook everything and that's why it's so important to have friends and family and I know a lot of my friends are scattered around the country and, and they aren't always local and they can't always just pop, pop down and be a part of it but just to have their messages on social media and um even people abroad, you know, like Angie and Andrea, soul sisters from across the pond, they mean the world to me. But, you know, they're, they're the biggest cheerleaders and they're obviously always there cheering me on. And, and Joanne, who, of course, is a fair few hours drive away from me, but she's the biggest cheerleader. She'll share everything, she'll retweet everything. And their support means so much to me and they... You know, I screenshot all of their comments, and they get added to the scrapbook as well. Because to me, they're with me through those memories. Because they've commented, they've supported, they've been cheerleaders, they've celebrated with me. They may not be present, but they're present in spirit, and that means the world to me. So, thank you so much for the support. And well, I can't thank you enough, and and words fail me on this one. But just know that I'm so, so grateful. And even with the podcast, I mean, I'm so lucky. I've enjoyed this venture so much and I hope it continues because I'm having a blast with it. And I'm so thankful for all the guests that I've had on. It's It's been insane. And I'm so, you know, if I can help get people's stories out there, then I'll feel more at peace and it's just great to hear everybody's stories and I love being a cheerleader and I think everybody who's been on the channel has been so motivating, so inspiring to not only the Lyme disease community but the community as a whole, even if they suffer with a different chronic illness or even if they don't suffer with a chronic illness at all, people can relate, people find comfort, people are inspired and, and that's what this podcast is all about and I know that I've had a lot of um, Lyme sufferers on in the past month but that's mainly because it has been Lyme Awareness Month and we have been doing so much and it's it's been great to share their own successes as well on this channel because like I said I love being a cheerleader and I think it's important to you know cheer people on and just be there as a support for everybody and celebrate everybody's successes as well as our own so it's been great to have obviously people in the line world on this month But also, we've had some great guests who suffer with other chronic illnesses who have been raising awareness of their own um, issues, which which is important as well. And I hope that people can relate because symptoms do overlap, treatments overlap often, and people go through the same sort of treatment paths. So it's really, really key. And and thank you so much for listening and taking the time out of your day to listen as well. So. I hope it's easy for people who often struggle, you know, watching TV or concentrating, it's it's one of those forms of entertainment that people can pause, stop, walk away from, tune back in and enjoy listening to, so in the comfort of your own home, in your bed, anywhere, so thank you so much for your support. I hope this continues. I'm having a blast with it. I'm hoping to have a lot more great guests on and I'm so honoured by the guests that I've had on. You've all been so inspiring, so empowering and I've learned so much from you just interviewing you and thank you so much and I can't thank you enough and I hope you found this little podcast just with me also helpful to you and I just thought it would be great just to have an overview of everything that's gone on and obviously we hope to build on all of our successes that we've had this month and continue the good work that we've been putting in across the board so once again thank you so much for your support I hope you enjoy I hope you stay tuned and thank you so much This is a little poem I wrote when symptoms were high and words just flowed into my head so I thought I would share it with you today. Turning green, this awareness month. Awareness month has blown us all away. What more can I say? We turned the UK green, the most amazing sights I have ever seen. Memorials and famous landmarks glowed. We are leaving our mark and it showed. More people are beginning to talk, protecting themselves when they go out on a walk. Taking care, our awareness message they are beginning to share. All the courage to speak out has helped without a doubt. The bravery it does take, but the difference it does make. Fundraisers and donations help keep the ball rolling. Tuck your socks into your trousers when you are out strolling. The media want to hear, the stories of sufferers who are in so much pain, they want to disappear. We have a duty to protect, on our own lives and legacy we reflect. We fight hard, day in day out, often wearing ourselves down, without a doubt. We want to help in any way we can, we are only human. We need to celebrate our success, but keep striving forward, I guess. Awareness month may have come to an end. That doesn't mean we stop fighting, my friend. Today is only the beginning, you see. I am still working on me. To feel at peace that we have changed attitudes around the world, helping protect future generations. From this hell, we all know too well. Thank you for your fight too. I know this isn't easy for you. We are all sick and tired. Stay inspired, motivated for the fight, keeping our soul, keeping our goals in sight. Lime is turning the world green, becoming the epidemic that cannot not be seen. Keep up your awareness work, you are doing fab. Leaflets go with a grab, spread near and far, you are a star, making a difference every day, more than we can say. Thank you, fighter. Never retire. You inspire. Thank you so much.